Welcome, everybody, to Purity Wing. Uh, my name is Tim. I'm Al. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm eating. <laughs> and today we have an incredibly special guest. Audrey's here. Hi, Audrey. Hello. It's nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Likewise. Um, thank you for having me. We, we are so excited to have you here. Um, how has your week been so far? You know, it's been, uh, it's been pretty good. I had a pretty big personal victory yesterday. Uh, I fixed a strand of Christmas lights. Oh, that is Whoa. big. Wait, say more. Like, like you changed the fuse in the lights yes. or were they tangled? Oh, that is big time. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. It's a real Tim Allen moment. Yeah, I felt like Tim the tool man tailor myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, I had these, this string of lights and it, uh, I plugged it in and it just like short-circuited. And I was like, that's a bummer. And then I plugged in another set of lights and it did the same thing. And uh, so our light display was looking pretty sad, and it's been kind of a bummer year, so I didn't want the neighbors to, like, you know. (laughs) Get sad. (laughs) Sad, exactly. There are children that live across the street, and I was like, I got to figure this out for those kids. Uh, And so I replaced the fuses. It only took me two trips to the hardware store, but I felt so accomplished. That. (laughs) <laughs> the hardware guy's like, mm, first time. <laughs> like, yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> it's okay, young lady. We'll get you your <laughs> fuses. Well, he also was like, you know a new strand of lights just costs like 10 bucks, <laughs> right? <laughs> How much did the yeah, fuse cost? They were like two forty nine for a two-pack. So. There you go. And you're like, and my pride is priceless. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I have uh, some broken lights. Maybe uh, when the pandemic cools down, you can come over and help with that. Because cool. the fuse 100% broke as well. We'll be and super I'm, set for the holidays I'm, 2021. Ex- exactly. Yeah. I, I'm Tim Howe, but I'm not Tim the Toolman Taylor. So uh, I need I need some help for sure. Um, tell us a, b- a little bit about how you and Al know each other. Uh, Al and I met at Art Summer Camp. In uh, the summer of 20... 2007? It would be 17 years ago. <laughs> yeah, if you were oh 12 years old when you met. Hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, seven, 17 and a half years ago. Dang. Was it 2003? 2004? That math tracks. Yeah. Al and I met at summer camp in, uh, yeah, in the early 2000s. The early 2000s, that's right. Benson, did, did you just ask if it was 9-11? No, is it post, is it post or pre-9-11? It's post. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Post. Post. Like, yeah. We use um, like these like landmarks throughout the years to kind of figure out where we are at, right? Sure. And, you know, lately we have more landmarks, um, you know, March 2020. Right. Generational landmarks are accelerating. Yeah, like, is it? Pre or post March 2020, March 11, 2020 specifically, was it pre or post Smoke Week 2020? Right. right. Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of get a bearing of where you are at in life. Well, you know what um, defines a millennial, right? Is whether you remember, whether you remember 9-11 and, uh, and how, and it's remembering 9-11 <laughs> because you can't forget, never forget, and also how the um, the um, housing crisis 
affected us. Mm. Um, so those wow. two things put together makes us millennials. That's whereas depressing. Gen Z does not remember 9-11. Well, because they never <laughs> listened to people who said never forget. So Audrey and I met probably right in the middle between 9-11 and the housing crisis. <laughs> Certainly pre-smoke <laughs> week. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> mm. What was your first impression of Al? Oof. <laughs> well, he had um, kind of like a faux hawk at the yeah, time. That tracks. Hell yeah. And he, <laughs> and he also had um, Batman high tops. Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never did. brought that up. 100% okay. did. This is a thing that uh, you, you and our friend Gabe are like two people who have known me for so long and have like really good memories. And so like, you will remember things I said when I was like 14 that I like really don't care to remember that I said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Is this one of those things, but Batman high tops? Well, Batman that high tops, cool. that's pretty cool. I don't mind. Hi. We, um, so part of camp, it was a multi-age group experience, but there was like a part of camp where you spent like a piece of the day with kids in your age group. And, uh, it was called orientation for some reason. Uh, and Al and I were in the same orientation group and you played like icebreakers and like getting to know you games and like talked about, you know, stuff geared for 12 year olds. And, uh, so I'll... I was like pretty quiet, but but yeah. cool. You know, you had the Batman high tops. <laughs> Batman high tops are very cool. I guess it depends on how high those tops were. Later, as counselors, <laughs> thigh highs. Uh, Audrey and I led orientation and created a pretty huge controversy amongst the twelve-year-olds we were uh, in charge of, where they started getting real upset about an argument over whether Twilight or Harry Potter was better. <laughs> Oh and man! The mic drop that's, moment. In 2003, that is like well, that's no, like we the were political fight of our time. So it was. Yeah, this was this was later. So like, fast forward probably six, eight years. Eight years. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah maybe I, six years. It concluded when one seventh grader uh, was like, "Harry Potter is about wizards and magic. Twilight is about vampires in love." And love is real, and no one has shit to say after that. Yeah, that'll that'll shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> that'll shut people right up. <laughs> love, like vampires, is eternal. <laughs> it just flies off and put off by garlic. Yeah. Um. Well, before we hopped on here, we were talking about uh, uh, lots of different things. I guess one thing that really stuck out was um, something that we wanted to hold off about so we could start talking about it here on pod, and that is uh, the sexiest egg preparation. Mm. Um, we should go back just one more step. Like, what prompted that sure. conversation? <laughs> it, was, um, it was a sex scene involving uh, a raw yolk. Yeah, oh, yeah, and Tom Popo. Two people just passing a yolk uh, from mouth to mouth, back and forth. <laughs> it's just really viscerally Until it finally haunted. gave in and broke. 
There's people driving around in their cars listening to this right now, actively gagging. <laughs> or a kink or, is developing in real time. <laughs> sure. Or something they had no idea that they were into. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't. I'm not going to egg shame. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, so, sexiest egg preparation. I know my answer, but I want to hear what folks have to say. I think that uh, the sexiest egg is a fried egg that is like you heat up a lot of oil ripping hot before the egg hits it so it puffs and gets Mm. crunchy at times. Yeah. Uh, it's that. It's puff. got that hard little ridge. <laughs> it's it's oh, hard ridges and puffs. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Sex. That's egg. like a wolf. <laughs> that is that is really cool because when you do that, you create a new egg flavor in those crispy skirt. Ooh, a crispy oh, skirt. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but like when you bite into that, just like that's an egg flavor you've never experienced before. <laughs> that's it's true. True. It's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Benson, what's your sexiest egg prep? Sexiest egg prep, but not my favorite, is a poached egg. When you're, I don't, many mm. people do it different ways, but when I do it, I like kind of make a vortex in the boiling water, and yep. then when you see the first whites start to like swirl, it's like dancers with these long drapes that are twirling around. <laughs> if that isn't sexy, I don't know. Yeah, what is? It is. It is very much like hold me closer tiny poached egg it's just like swir- like this ballet yeah. yeah it's really nice audrey what about you i'm with benson it's a it's a yeah. poached egg for me i think it because it's uh it's really hard to like do well there's such like a fine mm-hmm. line you know you can really like mess up a poached egg so a a perfectly poached egg like the kind that they serve you at a restaurant when you get eggs benedict and it's like Oh, it's just the outside of it is like just holding the yolk in and you like hit yeah. it with your fork and it just like explodes. Uh, it's so Beautiful. delicate. I Beautiful. think the secret is that you have to filter or strain the egg and get the watery whites out. Yeah. Right? Mm. Which I, I'm reluctant to do. It's so much work. I don't want to waste an egg. Or egg I, you ever... I don't want to, well, I think I want to change my answer. Uh, uh, we'll uh, allow it. That you want to? You want I don't know. I feel like yours. Yours was like a real like uh, '80s action movie, sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this go is, ahead. This is a this is a more delicate kind of sexy egg. If you take my pick, I'm going to be pissed. That's why I'm like hesitant. <laughs> that maybe I should just stick with it. But uh, go for it. Maybe maybe we'll uh, just agree. So it's the uh, the Japanese omelet on top of an omu rice. Boy. Oh, when you that slice that bad boy and it unfurls, and it unfolds, and all that like yeah. juicy egg just <laughs> gently that is <laughs> like down the, the rice. No, that is a very Georgia sensual experience. Of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, no, for sure. It, it, it's the it's the unveiling. It's like the unraveling it's, where it just like it's a yeah. it's a it's a dish built on tension and release. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my I feel like my answer is going to be real milk toast now, but uh, my answer is uh, like a French soft scramble because oh. it takes so long and it takes so much care. I'm not saying it's my favorite kind of egg. Wait, is know? it is like my favorite egg is a poached egg? Is that the um, is that the one where you like have to like take it on and off the heat though, like the Gordon Ramsay kind where you get this? Oh, really- baby. 
Is that it? Yeah, like I've seen I've seen folks do it on a double boiler. Mm. Like Oof. you have to oh. do it over boiling water, and it takes like forty five minutes to scramble a goddamn egg. Yeah. So it's like the edging of eggs. It's just <laughs> slowly, slowly getting you there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's my answer. I don't think that's milk toast at all. No, that's good. That unless I, think it's unless I missed nice. something and edging is vanilla now. <laughs> I think we all had great answers. <laughs> Turns out eggs are egg, pretty hot. Eggs are super <laughs> sexy. Yeah. What's, well, and so we, de- we determined, uh, or I, I suppose Audrey determined, I don't want to take any credit for this, that hard-boiled eggs are the least sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, that is how this conversation originated. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Maybe you're really into hard-boiled eggs. I love a deviled egg. That really classes up a a hard-boiled egg. Oh, yeah. And I think a hard-boiled egg is a very utility uh, food item. I think that's why I think of it as not being very sexy. It's like, you know, you got your, like, poached egg, your French omelet, your omu rice on one side, and then the other side you're like, just need the protein. (laughs) Just gonna eat this hard boiled egg. <laughs> totally. Devil are eggs. also like one of the it's just so weird to me, whoever came up with that that's like, you know what this uh dried out yolk could really <laughs> use is some mayonnaise. Like more eggs. More <laughs> yeah. eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and some fat. Oh, that is weird. There's I've like never considered problems that. It takes fixed by more mayonnaise though. You need several <laughs> eggs to make one deviled egg. Yeah. <laughs> that's Jesus. That is that's that's the devil's that's the devil's, that's the devil's you know, work at yeah. <laughs> that's the devil at work right there. That ain't right. <laughs> no. Uh. Um Audrey, am, am I right in thinking that you you work at Stumptown, correct? That is correct. Uh tell us a, a little bit about um Give us a peek behind the curtain. What What is your favorite part of your job? Dish. Oh, wow. My favorite part of my job? Yeah. Um, well, I will add, I will provide the caveat that um, customer service at this particular juncture in the middle of a global pandemic um, has lost a little bit of its, like, fun. Um, mm-hmm. But I manage uh, the cafe, and I think... The, excuse me, not the cafe. We have several. I manage a cafe, the one on 45th and Division, the Love OG location. Um, and I think my favorite part of my job is my colleagues. I work with some really awesome people. Um, and, you know, working in food service, you're always solving problems on the on the fly. You just, like, don't know who's yeah. going to walk through the front door and what they're going to ask of you. And so often it's not for a cup of coffee. Um so yeah, I like the, the fast pace. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> someone burst the doors up and like, quick, what is the sexiest egg? <laughs> I'm always ready for that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you just, you know, retail uh, and working with people and working with food, it's like, who knows what's going to happen next. So I like that element of it. To be fair to whatever customer would run in and do that, I think that, uh, Starbucks has thrown their hat into the ring on that because they've got their like sous vide egg bites. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, those are gross. That's the least. That's the least sexy. Starbucks eggs. Well, yeah, an egg that's it, like wait waiting 
to be eaten and you don't know how long yeah. it's <laughs> waiting. The sexy egg is the egg not eaten. Well, the egg that's a, waiting in a the hot egg. tub. No, there, I mean, there's sexy. also like... There's also these egg sandwiches that are on display. Like you can see the whole sandwich that they like take from I'm the display about, case. Yeah, yeah. You got the you got the showroom egg. <laughs> the, road, the egg less eaten. It's my least favorite Robert Frost poem. <laughs> um, where are we at? Okay. Well, Audrey, let's start I, talking I a, about I, chicken wings. Well, I have a question to continue this introduction, um, sure. just to get to know Audrey some more, because you are from Portland. And so let's uh, say that foodies from Mars have come to Earth, and oh, no. you are representing your city <laughs> to not be destroyed, to demonstrate that your city has a lot to offer. So where do you wow. take... You have a whole day to show these aliens... The best of Portland, <laughs> and you want to I diversify it all, like get them coffee, get them dessert, get them a nice lunch, brunch, dinner, everything. Show them everything. Uh, what's your day like? Oh dang, yeah, that's good. Benson, that's a great question. I'm just uh, trying well, to plan. How high the stakes are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, oh, you, you want to take someone out on a, a full date, but that's. The stakes are too low. Foodies from Mars. <laughs> too low. Too low. Well, oh, gosh. I, um, I'm going to start my answer by saying that I recently moved back to Portland in uh, fall of 2019 after a decade away. So I graduated from high school in 2009 and then moved to Washington, D.C. No, I did not move to Washington, D.C. <laughs> I moved to St. Paul, Minnesota. And then I moved to Washington, D.C. Uh, and then I moved to New Orleans. And so I came back to Portland in fall of 2019 and then was here for a few months. And then we entered the current state of global pandemic. So I feel like I don't have the best grasp on the current food scene. Because when I left, I was about a wee high schooler. Um, and when I came back, a lot had changed, uh, and I didn't have, you know, a, a full option to engage with it before we sort of like changed where we're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a real cop out answer. I could. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah, Pop Pop has may- gone. A lot of places have gone to, or a lot of places got canceled too. Um, that's right. Yeah. A lot has changed since the year um, I've been here. <laughs> yeah. Can you rank those four cities in order of uh, best food? Whoa. Uh, Portland, Minneapolis, uh, what? Are you New Orleans, them, and Tim? D.C. Nope, I'm just saying <laughs> the names of the places in no particular order, but Audrey will put them in order. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, man. Uh... Gotta be New Orleans for number one. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's what I expect. Hard agree. I mean, they're just, uh, it's a, they all have such different types of food. New Orleans is in like a category of its own. And I wouldn't necessarily say that like New Orleans Fair is my favorite type of food. I love a po' boy, I love, uh, you know, gumbo, but you can only really eat so, so much of those things. But something that's really special about New Orleans is that you can go to like a gas station on the corner and they have like the best gumbo or, you know, the places that have the really good food are not the really nice restaurants. Um, 
it's like a food of the people kind of place. They also have really good uh, Vietnamese food in New Orleans. There's a big Vietnamese population down there. Oh, cool. Um, Minneapolis is a... Mm. See, this is... Mm. I would probably say New Orleans, Portland, Minneapolis, D.C. Oh, it's so hard. I feel like I'm, like, hurting <laughs> the restaurants at those in those places by making uh, right. that choice. Oh, let me be clear. <laughs> no one will hear this. <laughs> no one in D.C. is listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's such good Ethiopian food in D.C., Except though. for Mike Pence. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's an avid listener of Purity Wing. <laughs> wow. Is he, yeah. Did he... Start listening because he thought it was about something else, and then he just got hooked. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I thought this was about purity rings. <laughs> hey, Mr. <laughs> Vice President, I've got a message for you. You can uh, it isn't kick rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> uh, well, tie, tying that question into kind of the theme of this episode, the loose theme. Uh, can you rank those cities based on best to worst basketball teams? Wow. It would be a distinct pleasure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The Minnesota Timberwolves are, they're pretty bad. Yeah. I actually could not name a single current member of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Towns is still there. Okay. All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's something. Point for the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, they have, like, an incredible... You know when you first get to the uh, stadium and they, they're, like, introducing the players? When they dim the lights in the Timberwolves stadium, there's just this, like, wolf howling that Ooh, starts. Oh, like, that, just ch- I'm chilling. I'm getting chills, chilling. yeah. And then just there's the a, <laughs> a moon that gets projected up and it like moves around a little bit. Like you're trying to find where the moon is and then, uh, and then it sort of like finally settles and then the wolves calm down and then they bring the players out. So that's pretty cool. Um, then uh, the wizards are also not very good. No. And I don't have anything positive to say about their outfits or their atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's um you know i will say that their stadium is is that the right word stadium feels yeah. like the wrong word okay uh their stadium is very well located uh in the middle of downtown it's easy to get to by many types of transit and that's something that i value they used to be called the bullets right yeah i think that was when they, they were in baltimore they started in baltimore and they were the oh. bullets and then they got moved to washington and they retained the bullets name briefly and then they rebranded well, in any case, it's pretty fucked. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh, I really didn't think the Pels were going to rank number two, but they just got a real sick player. His name's Wenyan Gabriel. I'm oh, really excited about it. <laughs> I know. Um, when I was in New Orleans, it was the Anthony Davis days, and he really wanted to be on a different team. And so he was, like, actively doing a bad job when he was playing for the Pels. And I find that to be unforgivable. So, Yeah. I was going to say that it, it's surprising to me that uh, you are surprised by ranking the Pelicans number two. Because I think that they're my second favorite team in the league. And I have never lived in New Orleans. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Drew Holiday, he's not a Pell anymore, is he? No, he's in Milwaukee now. Oh, that's right. But that's he, gonna that's gonna a be a tough team to beat. And uh, my my hot take that I said I was gonna save for the pod uh, was that if I could pick any active player to come to the Blazers, uh, I would pick Brandon Ingram. Interesting. Mm. I say why love him. He's so fun to watch. He's so good at basketball in all of the ways that Portland still needs some more people to be good at basketball. <laughs> uh, he's young, so he's got a lot of time left to play. I just, I really like everything he's about. He's awesome. Uh, probably, probably why the Pelicans are my second favorite team. He's the guy to watch. Yeah. Benson, how does that make yeah. you feel? <laughs> um, all right, so I am a sports Local fan. Local sports nut Benson. <laughs> I am a sports fan. I, I, I think I figured that out. I'm just not a – I haven't been fully converted into a basketball fan. So uh, mm. I was watching the end of the, the season with Al for some of it, and I, I think I'm, get, I'm getting into it. But you're going to have to explain a lot of this to me. Benson, is there a sport that you do feel excited about? Mm, let's see. The, if I list off the sports that I can tell you that I got excited about, um, I don't look like a cool person. Uh, <laughs> I like tennis. I doubt that. Um, I like competitive Super Smash Bros. And I like the Marble Olympics. <laughs> I love the Marvel Olympics. So those are my top three. <laughs> and the fact They're that I can get cool. into them and like cheer on like a person that I believe in and like really get into the commentary kind of just like defines that I am a sports fan. I think that I mean that's the reason why I like the the Blazers. I feel more like connected to them as individuals than I do like to their, I mean, they're they're pretty they're fun to watch, do their jobs well. But yeah, mm-hmm. when we drafted um, Robert Covington, I like read a bunch about him and like decided that he was a good guy, decided that he was handsome, <laughs> and then was like, I hope he's good at basketball. But if he's not, like that's fine with me. I can root for this person. Yeah, totally. The, the best thing about Robert Covington so far has been in a in an ugly preseason. He has been playing really well, and what's really great about it is he he will, like, hit a three-point shot and then get so... He's just so visibly happy he made a shot in a way that you never see NBA players. And it's like, <laughs> you know, like, if somehow I could be good enough to be an NBA player... Yeah, I think I you. would just go out there and anything I did well, I would just have like yeah! the dumbest, biggest grin on my face after. And it's so great to see him every time just like do something great and then just be so psyched. Yeah, like just post up for a high five that never gets <laughs> yeah. received. Yeah. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all-time favorite blazer. 
The floor is anyone's. I, it's Dame. I think that anybody yeah. who says otherwise, like, is... Oh, I've got an answer. They're just too beholden to, like... It's like that recency bias in reverse of, like, mm. the fact that he's still playing makes it not, like, an acceptable answer for some reason, but it's Like nostalgia bias. He's the mm. best blazer of all time. I don't know. I, I I have a very soft spot in my heart for Arvidas Sabonis. Oh, sure. Like, you know, hey, what is not to love about <laughs> the largest La- Lithuanian man of all time uh, just posting up and, uh, and like, isn't he, he, is he like a coach now somewhere? No, but his son plays for the Pacers. That's right. Um, yeah. But he, like, he was kind of like a, I won't say tragic, but like, wasn't there a thing where we like signed him and then he, he like couldn't come to the U S for a few years. Um, right. and then by the time he got here, like he was still He's good. Kind of past his prime. Yeah. But like, like there was this window of time where he could have been an all time center and yeah. like just couldn't come do it. Yeah, no, if you look up old, uh, like, young Sabonis uh, footage from Latvia on, like, not on Latvian YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, uh, it is, uh, it's astounding. I, I have to agree with Al that Dame is uh, is the all-time, all-time great blazer. It's tough, though, because I think a lot of the, like, nostalgia for the past and choosing, like, who's the best blazer is that we trade players so much more frequently now. And yeah. so back in the day, there were much longer tenures. Like Arvidas Sabonis only played for the Blazers when he was playing in the U.S. And I think that right. if he was a current player, that wouldn't be the case. And so, um, and obviously Dame has also only played for the Blazers, but I don't think that's why he's the best. Though I do appreciate that about him. Uh, I think that's the thing with like sports teams like, um, I guess I, I watch things that are more, like, individual players, you know, play for themselves, like tennis and competitive smash. Um, so they can <laughs> define themselves as one of the greats because they just rack up all these wins on their own. Like, our current tennis players right now are, are the, the best tennis, tennis players of all time because of how much they won, um, how many Grand Slam titles really? that they earned. Um, as of recently, they've already surpassed, like, the old greats from, like, the 70s and 80s and stuff. And I guess with Marble Olympics, there are no individual <laughs> players. There's no single person I root for on the Raspberry Racers. I just like that team. <laughs> are there not like different like Marble patterns too. that you could get uh, <laughs> attached to? Like, oh, that <laughs> pink swirl is my favorite Raspberry Racer. <laughs> yeah, they the all have tiger eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they're pretty much identical. Uh, no, that's not, that's, uh, that's kind of the beauty of it though. They play as a team, right? You don't mm-hmm. have to highlight an individual. Nobody gets the credit. It is very interesting to see how physics favors certain marbles. Like raspberry racers are kind of the team and, um, who's a bad team? What's the orange team? The Orangers. Not a good team most years. <laughs> I don't know do what like, it is about orange <laughs> orange marbles. They like are weighted less and they have no they're weaker. 
Maybe like that's orange, not a very creative name either. Has more friction. The orange racers, yeah. No, no, no. The O-Rangers. O-Rangers. Oh, O-Rangers. Orangers. So the Raspberry Racers and then the O-Rangers. Orangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> because okay. they're oranger than everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like... I think they also have a pretty rabbit yeah, fan base. You'll, you'll see that they, like... <laughs> They're, yeah, <laughs> they're riots. Riots when they win. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like it's the Philly like, it's of like Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the like Philly racing up Marvels. the street poles in Philly in case the old Rangers win the Marble Olympics. <laughs> an, an orange, an orange marble wins, and some guy just instantly starts eating horseshit yeah. in the street. <laughs> One of my favorite. Uh, or not favorite, most memorable Blazers player moments uh, was actually not during a game, but I was I was visiting some friends at uh, U of O when I was in college, and I was at a party, and it was like there were these lights going off, and it was you know it was a house party, you know house party, and I saw this girl, and she was she was pretty cute, so I, I was like okay I'm gonna go talk to this girl, and I, I go up and I have my little red cup, and I'm like hey I'm Tim, how's it going, and I start talking, and she. She, you know, bless her. Like, th- this is what uh, all women should do when, um, so, like, they don't want to talk to a guy. Uh, just, she put her hand up pretty much in my face and just goes, ah, ah, ah. I've gone a- on a date with Patty Mills. <laughs> and it was like, wow. like, it was like, that was the finishing move. It's like, just, just get the fuck out of here. I'm dating a blazer. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'll see you later. And I kind of sauntered off. Um, and then I had this vendetta against uh, Patty Mills for a second there, but she didn't even say she was dating him. She just said yeah, she no. went on one date. Went on a date, yeah, totally. Hey, it's a status thing, you know. He was on the Blazers when we had our very like international moment mm. with Batum. Oh yeah, Batum, uh, Rudy Fernandez, uh, Rudy. Yeah, I met Rudy Fernandez at a Fred Meyer meet and greet. It was thrilling. Wow. That that's great. He signed a picture of himself for me. <laughs> Y'all, we should get into it. Let's talk, because I think we kind of buried the lead a little bit here, but this is releasing on uh, opening night for the Blazers, which is why we just had um, some light sports talk. Is this, or, some, is this our last episode? Alan <laughs> Audrey talked sports, and we just nodded. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe we'll do... Do you we want can it do, to be? I don't know. I have no idea. Do you want to... Release an episode on your birthday. We'll, oh. we'll, we can do a joint birthday episode. Ooh, Y'all birthday have the same episode. birthday? No, it's two days apart. Benson oh, is New Year's Day. Ah, oh, one of my Al's colleagues is, is a is a New Year's Day baby. Oh. I was going to ask if you know him, but there's that's not <laughs> how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it worked that way because then I would know um, Tiger Woods. he would have been a a, if i couldn't have done this episode you should have asked tiger woods to do it he'll come on pretty nicely i don't think he wanted to talk about non-golf sports Um, i don't have anyone i don't share a birthday with anyone cool paul revere or maybe these paul revere that and betsy ross that's pretty cool (laughs) No one's had a birthday. <laughs> no one shares a birthday. No, just I don't know any of these people. I don't know any of these people. No one's had a birthday today in 300 years. 
So oh, these are the I've only got, people um, that I know. <laughs> Clarence Poppy. Thomas. Oh, Clarence Thomas. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> Very uh, Tune Carter Cash. Oh, that's also pretty um, good. And um, an Egyptian man from the year 47, uh, Caesarian. Whoa. Oh, so, like the <clears throat> Caesarian. I don't know that Caesarian. person, but hey. Oh, my God. Caesarian. I've got LeBron James, too. Whoa. Whoa. I can't Whoa. I didn't know that. Oh, that's and, cool. And, Whoa. not to make you guys too green with envy, Sean Hannity. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Whoa. nice. God. That's cool. I have... Patty Smith. I, oh, that is very cool. I have Vern what Troyer. What the hell, Al? <laughs> you have Vern Troyer? Cool. Yeah. Ryan Sheckler. Well, I have this six is a- birthdays. I'm not even going to finish reading these. All right, all right. <laughs> Don't need so, to okay, flex this so hard. far, I've got uh, Vitamin C, the the performer. She graduated from a high school. That is one. good. Exactly. She graduated from a high school, and guess what? They never even they didn't even play that song at my graduation. <laughs> she oh, really? refused to license it to them. Yeah, <laughs> it's her alma mater. They should be obligated to play it at every event. No. At, every every event. Event. Yeah. <laughs> at funerals. Welcome to freshman orientation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great song. The in memoriam at the Oscars. <laughs> I like when they play good riddance at graduations. That's what they did at mine. I feel like yeah. that's yeah. just the staff telling you how much they don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. They're literally it's saying something unpredictable. Good riddance, eighth graders. Yeah. Have fun in high school, <laughs> assholes. Yeah. That's Piece one of those shit. songs where nobody like thinks about that being the title, right? It's like a, the secret title of the song. Totally. Well, it's like you listen to it, you're like, God, this is so like beautiful and like nostalgic and just like romantic. And then he's like, Oh no, he's he's being snarky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Billy Joel's being snarky. It's a pretty classic Green Day move. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the kings of snark, as they were called in 2001. Um, well, uh, so in, in any case, it is uh, opening uh, night for the Blazers. Um, and so we decided to, uh, you know, uh, uh, break the champagne bottle upon the ship of Spirit of 77, which is a uh, uh, local bar that's across the street from the Moda Center, very close to the Moda Center. Spirit of 77 is a reference to the only time we've ever won the national championship. So um, far. So far. So far. It's looking the first time. The first time, yes. Um, and it is, I mean, most mostly this place is, it, it's a place to go watch games. It's a place to go play shooty hoops. It's a place to be indoors and have fun with people. And so it's this like enormous mess hall that was just cavernous and, and echoing and very barren today. Um, and uh, so we got some takeout. Um, and I, I suppose let's get into it. Um, Audrey, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you got, what you thought of it? And then I'll explain uh, our rating. Uh, well, uh, Score. Real quick, have any of you guys ever uh, been there before? Yeah. I have, yeah. I went there right before I saw Jimmy Buffett at the Moda Center. Oh, nice. Um, 
and uh, me and my friends were, you know, we were, were paraheads, so we were uh, dressed up in Hawaiian shirts and big straw hats, and uh, we looked like assholes in there for sure. Was there we a got game a on? bunch of rum shots. Um, there was a football game on, mm. um, and there, a lot of people in there for the football game, and we're just in the corner, be like, cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> yeah, did you <laughs> so. order their cheeseburger? Oh, <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah. I, I snarfed that thing like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I was like, Arr. like This one's for Jimmy. This one's for Jimmy. That's right. Oh, man, I still want to take a pilgrimage. I think all of us need to go just do an episode at cheese at Margaritaville mm. um, the and get one? like a $40 <laughs> cheeseburger in paradise. The closest one, I think, is in Vegas. <laughs> so Road trip. We're going, we're going to Vegas. Security Wings going to Vegas. That's, that's, a, that's right. That's a one to remember. Did a... Uh, <laughs> Did you guys happen to read the description of the cheeseburger on the Spirit yeah. of 77? Beef prices have gone up during they COVID. Were, yeah. If you don't want to pay for it, buy something else, is what they said. <laughs> Whoa. It's brutal. I liked it. I, I kind of so like yeah, it, too. It's a $16 burger. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> have, have y'all been to Spirit of 77 before? I have not. Yes. I yes, I went uh, at four o'clock in the afternoon once to like have a uh, whatever you call it when you're like you meet somebody who works in an industry you're working in an informational uh, interview yeah something like that um, a networking event yeah and we met there and it was pretty empty and the guy afterwards was like. Uh, this is a little bit of a flex, uh, but he was like, <laughs> let's play a game of Papa shot. And I just buried him, um, which like might not be the move when you're like meeting someone for the first time and like, hope we can work together. Um, I think it's okay. Cause you didn't suggest it. I didn't you suggest like- it. Let you were like, let's play this game, and then you owned him at it. Like it was his idea. You 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 just yeah. I also like it had a lot less to do with me being great at Papa Shot and him being like pretty bad at Papa Shot. Um, Papa Shot. It's the same as shooting. What Tim has been calling shooty hoops. Shooty hoops. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> arcade basketball hoop, oh. uh, and it's very fun. And I feel like any bar. Any bar that's going to just, like, have... I don't even know how many Papa Shot machines they have, but I think it's, like, 15. Imagine how uh, sticky it must be if everyone's eating wings and, like, licking their fingers and shooting hoops. That's, that is well, not COVID safe. Not to get ahead of myself. I won't... I'll speak to this more later, but, like, I'm not really sure that, like, people are going there to eat wings. Well, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Audrey, you've been there before? Yeah. We met one of um, my partner, Paul, one of his former colleagues from uh, Minnesota was in town and was staying at a hotel over there because it's right over by the convention center. And so we met up with him for a beer and some apps because I think maybe there was also a soccer game on that Mm. Paul wanted to watch. Uh, Usually... Paul wants to watch a soccer game, and if we go to a bar, we have to specifically ask to have the soccer game put on. 
Um, and that was the case because it was a Sunday and I think there was a lot of football on. Mm. But I don't know that we ate anything. Maybe onion rings. I'm a big onion ring gal. Their onion rings looked good in the pictures. I really wanted those onion rings. So think about everything. an onion ring, though. You, you don't want to, you, you know, you don't want to let it sit. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, it's funny you say that, though, because I have been, I went to a bar once to try <laughs> to watch a Blazer game and had to ask them to turn soccer off to put the Blazer game on. Oh. And the bartender was like, yeah. He said something where he was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. And then he just, like, switched it. Like, he was like, I'll switch it, but I, like, need you to know that I couldn't care less about, like, either of these sports. And I was like, Well, did you. You, did, did you ask him, like, kind of, like, apologize? I was curious. Excuse, excuse me, sir. Um, could you maybe turn off the soccer? Benson, I want to watch you, the basketball. You know that that's exactly how I asked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you. It's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Perfect just, impression. It's stupid, but like I just don't know. <laughs> I have never felt like ex- I feel like sports bars. You're supposed to be able to go there and watch the sport that you want to watch. They have yeah, like twenty five to thirty televisions at any time. They have all of the access to all of the channels, and anytime I ask someone at a bar to like change the channel to the sport that I want to watch always like so much passive aggression or like they don't know how to do it or like it's too hard and as somebody who works in service it's just not that hard to be like nice when someone's making a reasonable request and so I always yeah. take it like real, someone real with a personally. remote control it's not that hard to do. <laughs> it's like, this is why people are here. It's not like I'm at a fine dining restaurant and I found right. like a TV and I want to watch my sports game. It's like yeah, this is totally. why we're here. Yeah, I, 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 I can't even imagine just like want asking a bartender to turn on, let's say, like Wimbledon if it's on. Like I would never ask that. I'll just watch Wimbledon at home, I guess. It's just lame. It's just like can you put on the yeah. tennis game. <laughs> you keep saying that tennis is lame, but tennis is, you have to be like such an athlete to be good at tennis. I know, I understand that. A, I know that, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem that way. And then the way that they're televised, <laughs> but the cool like, bartender doesn't get it. It's like, it's like sp- the, the sponsorships are always like big banks, like Chase, Mercedes Benz, Rolex and Grey Goose. Like it's so hoity toity. That, that's not you know, really the it, sport it, of the, the people. Per, yeah, the perception of it is that it's a dumb, rich person's sport. Um, yeah. So you don't think of it as the athletic. NBA, yeah. We get cool sponsorships like Bumble. Bumble and uh, BioFreeze. <laughs> BioFreeze. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've been using BioFreeze on my neck all week. It's great. Does it work? Is this... <laughs> Can you Makes dunk my neck now? Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like episode sponsored hot? by BioFreeze? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back after this message from BioFreeze. <laughs> Makes your neck cold. <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> um, well, let's let's talk about it. Audrey, what what was your order? What did you think? How are these how did these wings hold up in the pantheon of wings? For you, I would say that uh, I would not consider myself a wing expert. A wing nut. Wing nut, even. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got I got the dry rub. Um, 
I was, I think, impressed that they were all, like, wing-shaped. Like, they had the wing on them. Just the um, whole thing. The whole thing, the whole wing. Because sometimes the you drum, just get the drum, the flat, the tip. Exactly. Sometimes you just get, they'll be severed at, like, the, mm-hmm. you know, y'all know, you're, you're wing experts. You're on the right, you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> so they looked a lot like a part of a chicken. So that's, like, always, I think, kind of good for me, I don't want like a boneless chicken wing. That's oh man! Now <laughs> you've just you've just steered into controversial waters. Okay. I'm I'm with you, but <laughs> yeah. these two uh, wingdings uh, see it see it otherwise. We're not. Uh, that's all. Al Al's the if Al yeah. was to defend something uh, this episode, it would be boneless wings. Not my hill to die on. I like, personally, I look forward to that. <laughs> I like a boneless wing, and I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Like a GMO <laughs> chicken that doesn't have bones? They're just wings without bones? No, you know what it it's is. Like a Gary Larson cartoon. Y'all ever see that Gary Sick. Larson cartoon? No. No. It's the, the, the boneless wing farm, <laughs> or the boneless chicken farm, it's great. It's just a bunch of floppy chickens well, actually, all over the um, pasture. <laughs> it's great. They're, uh... Is it Singapore where you can now you can buy lab grown meat? Oh well, no, not, there's, I haven't really been following that. There's one country as of like a week ago that has approved the sale of lab grown meat. Wow. Um, so that's probably where you would get a true boneless wing if you right. were on the on the hunt. Yeah. It oh, is Singapore. Yeah. Nailed it. Well, that's that's our great white whale, you know. That's the yeah. one that we're going to be hunting for a while. If we were to go international, though, I do want us to go to Singapore. Yeah. My favorite oh, place yeah. for food. First Purity Vegas, wing, international Singapore. waters. Yeah. God, could Anywhere. you imagine how fun that would be for us? It'd be the best thing ever. <laughs> for us. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Get that bio freeze money to to send oh, to the man. Once, yeah, once the the check clears. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about uh, the preparation that you did on your side because I feel like you did something um, a bit interesting with your wings when you brought them home. Oh, I put I put them I put them back in the oven, or I actually don't know if they ever were in an oven. It, it was is it a fr- oh yeah it's a fried product. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a fried wing. Yeah. Yeah. So they had they spent a little time in the oven. I live uh, about a, a twenty minute drive from Spirit of Seventy Seven, and I think my wings had been sitting there for for a few by the time I got there. So just uh, my partner preheat the oven, got, got home, just threw the wings uh, wings <laughs> right in, and then uh, and then I ate them straight up. No, no That's sauce. Great. Whoa! Oh man. Well, did did you get the dry rub or the sauced wings? Got the dry rub. Oh, oh, so these were dry to the bone. They were they were pretty dry. Yeah, I <laughs> have a um, a sensitivity to the protein in cow's milk, which is a really mm. boring detail about my life that now the world <laughs> not to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they eat this shit this, up. This is <laughs> the stuff that they tune in yeah. for. <laughs> They're like, yes, dude. <laughs> you hear that? It's actually a health and wellness pod now. Um, yeah, so I can't have dairy. It makes me feel real bad. I get like, uh, like flu like symptoms. So I, 
usually... Do you, uh, you want to go on record and, and say what you can have, though? Just clear oh, it up I can for eat everybody? Eggs. Yeah, I'm a big egg fan, which you may have <laughs> caught <laughs> during the... I, I'm not a vegan, which is fine if that is what you are, but it's not how I define myself. <laughs> and uh, so sometimes, you know, dairy, like a ranch or a blue cheese, something you might dip your wing in is uh, is often off off the table for me but I do think it allows me to really get a sense of the quality of the wing totally it is weird um, that uh the tendency with wings is here's some cow to dip your chicken into <laughs> right yeah ranch is uh what buttermilk yeah I mean, th- this is this is a road that we could go down if we want to. But like, I I, I uh, only recently have not found it revolting to have um, like chicken and eggs together, like like a like like a chicken bathed in its children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a battered egg or a battered chicken? Like let. Like let's say we got uh, chicken fried steak, which is which is chicken, right? No. Chicken fried chicken. No, chicken okay. fried steak is steak that has been fried as if it were chicken. <laughs> Fine, let's let's stick it with the chicken then. Uh, chicken fried chicken and scrambled eggs on the side. Oh, that is weird to me. That, yeah, it's just not like not like um, ethically. It just like it's just a weird combination. I think. But it's just, it's yeah, just like a, when you think about the elements of what that is. Hasn't your chicken fried chicken already been coated in eggs before it was fried? No. Well, th- th- there we go. Like, that's, a, that's another level of, uh, of creepy to me. Oh, yeah. And also, Up until recently, like now I don't, fried chicken. you know. So, yeah, no, scrambled like, eggs with egg chicken, back. you're talking about, like, uh, chicken and waffles, maybe, yeah, or, like, like, like a, some fried chicken at brunch. I, that was just maybe a bad example, but all I'm saying is. Okay, what about mayonnaise on your chicken sandwich? Is that is or does it need to like be presenting as an oh, egg to yeah. to be upsetting? Or egg presenting, or, um, or you eat chicken salad and egg salad back to back, or mix them together. Or you mix them together. You got everything in there: mayo, hard yeah. boiled eggs, chicken. It's called it, it's it's called a, uh, a chicken's life flashing before its eyes salad. <laughs> so you said you uh, recently got over this. How did you get over this? I well, honestly, I think it was the realization that like you know eggs are everywhere. Mayo mayo is eggs, um, and I love I love a chicken sandwich with mayo. Also, I just started like I just ate it, and I was like, well, this tastes good, and I'm not gonna like worry about it anymore. What did you eat? I'm struggling I to think know. of like <laughs> dishes where you're like, here's some eggs and chicken. Also, wait, also now that I'm thinking about it, like Padka Prow is typically made with ground chicken. Um, no, it's typically made with ground pork. Really? How come the recipe <laughs> yeah, that I got, idiot. the recipe I got, I've been using calls for ground chicken and I just use pork. Well, I guess way. it can be either, but I feel like yeah. pork but is you, like you have the, the, okay, but you have the fried egg on top of whatever you put in there. Yeah. It's also, sure. but yeah, that's like also the only dish I could think of with what Tim was talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I, okay, I, 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 then if we really want to dig deep into this, it probably was some kind of breakfast dish. It probably was some place where I got like a like a like piece of fried chicken, steak. 
Yeah. When I yeah, that's a good example actually. A chicken biscuit with an egg on top. Mm. But their whole thing is like excess. They're like, yeah, this sandwich is excess. I don't care about excess. what their whole thing is. I'm just thinking <laughs> as a concept, it's like it's kind of weird. Sure. Imagine if we did that with people. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Well, I don't eating know. Eating people Let's, in what, <laughs> form is, you know, I'm gonna say edgy at best. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm sorry, fellas. I, I just watched the the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover, and there's cannibalism in that movie. Ah. It's, uh, it's on the mind. And so you watch um, that movie, and you're like, you know what else is disturbing? Chicken, yeah, chicken and, and eggs. eggs. <laughs> okay, well, okay, fine, fine. Let's let's remove the whole. Would idea you would that, you feed? Uh, um, let's say you own chickens and you had a lot of leftover. Like we have a lot of leftover wingtips and like a lot of shredded. Meat. Would you feed that to the chickens? I know you just saw the social network, but we no, 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 no. But no, I, no. I, I mean, I did just see the social network, which is the big climax of the movie, the big downfall of Eduardo Saverin. But also, I was when I was at Aaron and Tyler's place <laughs> in Oakland, because um, we had come back with some like leftover chicken, and Tyler's like, "We can't give them to those. They can have everything else: the potatoes, the chickpeas, the whatever salad, but not the chicken." I think I agree with Tyler. Yeah, I think I agree with Tyler. It's a little fucked, yeah. right? I will say, uh, it, so this is maybe like parallel to the point you're trying to make, Tim, but well, I can't think no, of please, any, uh, I can't think of any beef dish that I would enjoy with a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> you can't or you, you don't can't? don't boil your steaks and milk. I can't. Is that because you, I mean, but how do you feel about a glass of milk in general? Good. Okay. I feel like famously good. Also, canon on this show. (laughs) And the milkman beef boy is uh, your milkman beef boy over here. Maybe like breakfast. There's not a lot of breakfast beef out there, though. That's true. Not in America. And I think it's because milk reigns supreme. Cheeseburgers, (laughs) basically milk on beef. Oh, cheese! Yeah, Yeah, you wouldn't have a glass of milk with a cheeseburger. Mm. Yeah, no, you dip it like a milk and cookies, you know? I think Kenji did the ultimate uh, when he made that beef cheese. Beef tallow cheese? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that oh was God. Oh, and a milk... Okay, no, no, no. Cheeseburgers and milkshakes. It was awesome. Cheeseburgers and milkshakes. That's a thing. Oh, That's an American right. classic. You, go. you got me. We do it all. Yeah. Boy. Oh, man. We almost... We almost walked away from this with egg on our face, looking like fools, <laughs> but uh, but not anymore. So yeah, this just goes to show we, we, we have so much to talk about with, with hamburgers. When we when we get we, we can start talking about burgers. This show is can't wait for season oh, man. two. Well, fellas, let's do a hard pivot backwards, um, Audrey. Um, We'd like you to rank your uh, or rate your uh, your your wings today. It's uh, it's what we call a box score. Um, it's out of five boxes, like a chicken, you know, clucking. Um, but you have to do each box to bring it up. So it's you have to say box, 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 and then if you get to that fifth box, you go bugga. So, but what does that I make sc- sense? It, it sure does. Are there <laughs> okay? Great. <laughs> are there different like categories within that, or is it just like a straight? It's like, like one to five. We, we tend to, to we send it. We tend to sort of like talk about our feelings about the overall experience, and then give our score. Does everybody else do this too, or am I just... Yeah. No, we'll all do it too. Just go okay. first, Tim goes well, last. I just, I just don't want to 
you know, be the only voice here on the spirit of 77 wings, because I think, you know, not having the sauce probably, um, affected my experience. I would say that they smelled really good when I was driving home with them. It smelled a lot of like, um, kind of like maybe some Chinese five spice. That's exactly what I was smelling. I was, I was so, it was so bizarre. It smelled like five spice in there. Like, it didn't taste like, like <laughs> no, it didn't. Did that way. But the smell in my car felt like I was getting like Taiwanese like takeout. It was weird. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I also had that experience, um, so I'm glad I'm not alone. I would say that uh, is there like a half bagak? Yeah, you available? just you just do like a little like b. Okay. Okay. Um, they were also they were kind of salty, which I appreciated there seemed to be like a brine and then also some salt on the outside um and they weren't necessarily spicy when i was eating them but my mouth felt really spicy around the edges afterwards mm. okay kind um, of a, a tingly after effect yeah so it's like a mala yeah i'm gonna um i'm gonna say bagak bagak Oh, wait, 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 no, wait, wait, I wait, didn't wait. do it. <laughs> the bagak is for the fifth buck. So you say buck, oh, sorry. and if you get to five, you say bagak. If someone could have submitted the rules to me in written form before the podcast. Honestly, all none of this is any, like, Alan Benson hate the box score. You're actually providing rules. great fodder for this episode. It's just Tim's <laughs> Right. Um, okay, then, but... Ba, ba, two and a half bucks. Bok, yeah. bok, bu. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's. I, I don't want to call that damning, but uh, I. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm 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 glad to hear it. I appreciate <laughs> you being here. Two and a half bucks from Audrey. Um, who wants to go next? Uh, I can go. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not. I, this place didn't really have a lot of meaning to me, but I did feel something when I first entered it. It is a large, empty mess hall with, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do love a good sports bar where I can get excited with the sports fans and just eat wings and crack beers. Um, but let me let me start off with these JoJo's. These JoJo's were, I, I gave a, JoJo's a lot of shit, and I think this... This one really kind of changed my mind on them. They are very large. Mm. The russet, like if you see, you can put piece them back together. I think I ate a whole russet potato that was about eight inches long. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, they are long, but they're very crispy. Apparently, it takes 72 hours to make these guys. Um, I don't, the, the in, inside potato is very tender. Um, the outside is like battered. And there's flaky salt on it. Mm. And I'm going to... Mm. We're going to bring back, not the first crunch, but something like it. I'm going to... <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Benson just pulled out a switchblade <laughs> and is scraping his... That's a good sound. Wow. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> that was amazing. It, but the microphone caught it. You know? Oh, right. Okay, okay yeah. cool. Oh, that is some oh, wait, no, scrapage. Wait, no, wait. My, my, my AirPods, actually. You're going to have to do that. Oh, there it is. Mm. Oh, Great nice. sound. Um, <laughs> Boy. The first scrape. 
It's the deepest. (laughs) (laughs) The first scrape is the deepest. Yeah, it's been two hours now. They're still crunchy. I still, I saved this little piece left so I can nibble on it throughout. The sauce. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite parts of this show is when you just take a bite and we all pause to watch it happen. (laughs) They, They chose to serve this with this Thousand Island like comeback sauce kind of thing really sweet really tangy would you call it a comeback um what do you mean <laughs> would you call it a comeback <laughs> come back from what has it <laughs> okay this is this is like uh i think i've told all of you guys this story but Probably not on microphone. If I have, cut it out. But (laughs) when I was in grade school, I was in the bathroom stall, and uh, there was a kid at the sink, and then another kid in the bathroom stall next to me, and the stall kid came out, and the sink kid was like, hey, what were you eating under there? And uh, the kid goes, under what? And the the other kid's like, under there. you've told me that. And he's like, under what? And they both just start getting so angry at each other <laughs> because neither of them is giving them what they want. Yeah, were you? What, 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 I mean, is Tim trying to bait me to say something dirty? No, it's just no, a song. To... It's a no, don't call it a yes no comeback. Question. Don't call it yeah. a comeback. Would you call it a comeback? Don't call it that. Um, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Under continue. what, Tim? Under what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by updog? <laughs> um, okay, so the five spice smell was very bizarre, and then the dry the dry rub itself when I tasted it was really salty. I was yeah. kind of feeling like I might have should have gotten uh, the Frank's Red Hot version. Um, I I kind of do like to just always try the dry rub because I want to. Just see how what kind of crisp I'm working with here. Um, yeah, a little too salty. I could not believe that Audrey ate that dry. Uh, not even with the amount of sauce could cut that salt. Um, but that's wow. that's that's just a little tough with um, I guess with dry rub wings is that like you, it's gonna get all uneven coating and everything. Um, but I, I, it was more fragrant than it, it was. Um, on the on the tongue, you know, you know what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, and I got a little. It's not a crowler. What do you call it? Um, it's like the the monster cans with the little pop top. Yeah. Looks like a can of spray paint. Yeah, it yeah. does. It looks really cool. Um, yeah. They emptied out all the spray paint and filled. Yeah, they, got, uh, <laughs> they emptied out of the spray spray paint and put pale ale in it. Um, great. I, I love this experience. I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Spirit of 77 gets Bach, 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 Bach for me. Ooh. Wow, four bucks. Nice. Wonderful. The food, We've got a nice healthy spread going on. The food wasn't my, my favorite, not my favorite wing by any means that we've eaten on this show, but I liked totally. the vibe. I liked the bartender there. Um... I kind of just felt something about the place that, like, I know what it's going to be like when we can finally 
be there in person. And I'm excited for that. Yeah. It tasted like a promise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's really nice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I'm feeling. Wonderful. Four bucks from Benson. Al, what do you think? Okay. I'm really happy that that's where you took your review, Benson, because I want, I want to start with two caveats. The okay. first is I just I want to apologize to anybody, to any restaurant moving forward where we're going to eat buffalo wings because I think Tim <laughs> just like wrecked you. Uh, after the wings Tim made a couple weeks ago, uh, I just think it's like hopeless for anybody out there trying to win you over with a buffalo wing. R.I.P. Portland. Second, <laughs> uh, to keep up with the sports metaphor and sports theme, I think that uh, judging Spirit of 77 based solely on what I ate feels kind of like the Olympics judges telling Michael Phelps, like, well, we want to give you this medal, but, like, we saw you shooting hoops a little earlier, and uh, <laughs> you're just pretty bad at basketball, so we're not going to give you this swimming award. Uh, because, I mean, it's just, this place is so clearly not a takeout place. I don't think it's even a place that really wants to be known for its food if you're eating there. Um, well, they charge a $16 they burger. Yeah, and the burger's, like, the only thing on the menu that, like, isn't just a bar snack. Like, trying to make a meal out of their offerings is difficult. Well, to be fair, that's their takeout menu now. Like, when you look at their menu on the website, they've got, like, sandwiches and all these other... But they cut back because they don't have a full menu right now. Totally. Um. Yeah, I was I was disappointed that the the hot dog wasn't an option today. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I got the. They don't even call them buffalo wings. They call them wings with franks, which like almost makes me think you could have eaten a madri because they weren't buttery. Um, mm. They didn't have that like creamy emulsified uh, typical mm. buffalo coating, um, and the blue cheese sauce that it came with was pretty good. Um, and at first I was like, man, that's a lot of sauce, but I got, uh, five wings deep out of the six and ran out of sauce and it hit me that that last wing without the Buffalo was the saltiest wing I've ever eaten. Um, and I couldn't finish it. Uh, I also got some nachos that I had ordered with beef, um, the okay. beef didn't come. Oh, hey, that's, that's perfect. Beef and cheese. Yep. Beef and cheese. <laughs> and sour cream. <laughs> and sour cream. You got Oh my you god. You got cow three ways. Boy, I only been seriously roasted, Al. I only got the cow two ways. I think maybe Spirit of 77 was like, we can't have beef and cheese together. We're so go off, buddy. I really <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah. From now, if, if we ever open up a restaurant, fellas, we need to have nachos and just call it beef th- or cow three ways. <laughs> I think you've had enough, pal. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, they were good nachos. Uh, I would be stoked to eat them even without the beef at a bar uh, where I was like drinking a beer and watching a game. Um, I think it's so cool that they have so much Papa shot. I think that by being 
by wanting to be a blazer bar, they could have really easily just like decided they're going to be a blazer bar and then found like a place that's the size of your typical bar and not near the Rose Garden. And like, it would be such an unpleasant place to watch a game. And I think that they really like put a lot of work into making it like a fun place to go watch a game. And like, totally when you're, when you can't be at the game, being near the game feels cool too. Uh, and so I just like, I don't even know how to score this because like the food that I ate overall is like definitely a two and a half Bach experience. But I think that taking everything into account, I am also going to go Bach, 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 Bach. Wow. Four bucks. Amazing. That's incredible. Four bucks. From Al uh, for Spirit of Seventy Seven. Um, this is this is huge. Um, all right, well I'm gonna go. Um, so yeah, I think I had a, I, we all had very similar experiences because of the limited menu here. Um, I got uh, I got the wings. Uh, I didn't get anything with them, although I'm very su- surprised to hear that y'all didn't do this. When I clicked on wings uh, on the menu, um, you can choose. Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, you can choose Dry Rub, you can choose Naked if you want, just like uh, Nathan Tucker, right. sociopath <laughs> style, or, um, or no, and, I should say, no, there's no. a place to add queso. Oh. Yeah. And you best believe your boy added queso. Did you guys get queso? No. No. Oh, I got queso because when someone offers me queso, I take queso. Uh, this is, I'm this is how I was raised, you see. I'm not a fan. Let me, let me say that. Well, I mean, like, look, I, I, don't know. I love queso, yeah, uh, me too. but I, I don't love queso on a wing. And I kind of <laughs> knew that that was going to be the case. Is that but what again, you were dunking your wing into? Um, in the picture? Yeah. Yeah, everyone check out our Instagram. Or I guess it'll be gone by now. I'll post it again. Uh, yeah, yeah, I dunked my wing into queso. And... Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. It was it was a bad call. So I so for for the rest of the time I, I tried one I tried one dunk and then I um had some chips here and had some chips and queso, gave the rest to Anna. It was nice. Um it was very nice of me. So <laughs> After I rejected the queso. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, no, here Anna, you eat this. Yeah, gross. Oh gross. No, um I uh had you know, I had the dip, the the um, comeback sauce. I'd say don't call it a comeback. I thought it was, it's always been delicious. Um, but um, what can I say about this? I, I, we had a similar experience. I, I went in, I looked around, and I got instantly nostalgic, sad, and hopeful. Um, oh, let me, let me just say real quick. That, there was a guy sitting outside just not doing anything. And I thought he was the bouncer, so I stood next to him for like a minute. <laughs> Before I, I realized he was just sitting there, and then I was like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> That's amazing. He's like, well, fuck you want. Yeah, he kept Wings. looking at me. He didn't have, I didn't want to hand him anything of mine without, you know, unsolicited. <laughs> I That's hilarious. I also didn't notice until it was too late, but I did appreciate that they have the uh, they put the like foot door openers on their doors. 
I found that very hard to use. I literally grabbed the handle with my hand, and then as I was opening it, saw the. You know, the safest way is grab. Grab the yeah, grab the I, foot handle I with your hand. shook that door so hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, grab the foot handle with your hand is the safest way. <laughs> no other hands yeah. touched. So, well, no, this, just this, everybody's <laughs> shoes <laughs> who've been to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This actually helps contextualize something uh, for me, which is I, I went in the back entrance because it was just open oh. for like ventilation. Yeah, or that, something. that's, that's, I that's where I, that's where I went. Right, and what? the guy was like, he, he came out and he's like, hey, uh, you picking up? Oh, yeah, picking up for Tim. He's like, it's actually over here. And I was like, oh, sorry. And he's like, no worries, not a problem. He started coming to me, but I, I, didn't, I didn't have a quick enough uh, reaction. I was like, I'll just go around. And he's like, no, I'm coming. But I still just went all the way around to the door and then didn't read the sign that said, use your foot. So I'm shaking on this locked door with my hands. And he is running around the building with these wings to give them to me. And I, I, I was like, oh, sorry about that, man. And by that point, he was just, he was like kind of like, he kind of rolled his eyes and walked away. And in the moment, I was like, well, that's rude. <laughs> but clearly, <laughs> like, this was all me. <laughs> this was my fault. Wait, um, what is the, is so, the gift of the Magi like three wise men, like, bringing you gifts? <laughs> in our case, it's like three idiots yeah. come get wings. They will come one by one to your restaurant. <laughs> Fuck up hey your there, my name's Frank. <laughs> Frank Incense. Uh, oh uh, this is my buddy. This is my buddy Mur. <laughs> Merv. <laughs> Merv. Frank. What's the third gift? It's like uh, a switch or something. It's a switch. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely that. Yeah. Um, In- well. Say again? I thought it was incense. I thought it was incense. No. <laughs> I think that's just part of frankincense. In, in frank, incense and myrrh. Frankincense, myrrh, and that's incense. Just, uh, that's hot dog scented incense. Yeah. Frank incense. <laughs> that's really good. That's oh, nice. they bring oh, him gold. They bring him gold. Oh, gold. Oh. Gold. How oh. did we forget gold? And it does seem like the most important one. That was like the iTunes gift card of the day. The, well, the guy, the guy who brought frankincense and the guy who brought myrrh were like, what the fuck is Jason doing bringing gold? This is it's his first birthday. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he's not going to know what gold is. Yeah, it's like when you like, – like, um, like rich people like buy stocks for their kids, like for their, like, for their birthdays. Like what the fuck are they going to do with that? Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe it was like two of the wise men – brought the right gifts and one was like yeah I, I got him some frankincense and some gold and the third wise man was like oh well I just bought him like a Dutch Brothers hat and they're like uh, here take the frankincense Ta- yeah, I'll here. just give him the gold yeah I still I still end up looking like the better guy here <laughs> I just don't want you to look like a dick for that Von Dutch hat this one this one's from all of us yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Dutch Brothers hat is from all of us. <laughs> we just love, we know how you love blended coffee drinks. Ch- chatty baristas. <laughs> well, I'm glad we can make this um, Christmas themed. <laughs> I was just going to say, know, yeah, I really there it brought is. it back around. Sweet. I was worried. All good things come around in time. Um, the, the first thing that I... Th- 
thought when I left that place was, wow, they clearly haven't had any business in months. Like, this is a place that is designed to be inside. There's no patio. It's there to watch sports, which have all been canceled for so long. Um, and uh, there's, like, a library of shooty hoops that you can play, uh, which is just, like, passing around a germ ball. And, uh, <laughs> and like, none of their food is, like, very good for takeout. Um, and then today, they got four tickets come in for <laughs> Winks just in a row, probably. Like, what the hell is going on? So, Spirit of 77, if, if, if you end up hearing this, uh, we're, we're, we're hang in there. We love you. Um, I think that this was a good reminder to me that I don't need to, like, I've been doing a lot of takeout since quarantine. And I should think about the places that are not necessarily designed for, uh, uh, like, like, like the, the places that would end up on like gold belly, <laughs> you know, like I, I love Eam. Uh, I love things that are like known as the best in town. Um, but mm-hmm. There's also places like Spirit of 77 that we need to continue to support when we can. Would you take um, so that when we come would back, you take the mm-hmm. foodies from Mars here? Would I take the foodies from Mars to seven, Spirit of 77? No. Yes. No, definitely not. 100%. I mean, maybe if it was a game night and you wanted oh, to true. show them the Blazers. <laughs> mm, yes. But you wouldn't would, take them to eat dinner there. No, it would be it would be like in between like I'd take him to an early dinner and then we'd go watch the game here and then we'd go to like a bar and then we'd have like late night dessert or something. Cool. Uh, <laughs> this is off the word, off the rails again. Um, all in all, these wings were uh, the most run of the mill Buffalo wings I've had in a very long time. Um, and I don't mean that as an insult. They like, you know, there's a lot of places that are like, these are not your grandpa's wings. Well, these kind of were. <laughs> these are just like <laughs> your run of the mill Buffalo wings. But I love Buffalo wings. That's my thing. That's why I wanted to start this podcast in the first place so I could eat more Buffalo wings. I really enjoyed it. Don't know why they come with queso. They don't need to. Um, queso has this way of making everything taste like queso. Uh, so don't get the queso um, or get queso and some chips and have both. Um, but uh, yeah, all in all, I got the, uh, the wet wings as well. Um, not a lot of crunch. Not going to dock them for that. I'm going to give them. Not a lot of wet either. <laughs> not a lot of wet. Not a lot of crunch. Yeah. Mm. Um, kind of the worst of both worlds. But uh, whatever. That's fine. I like extra wet and extra crunchy. But, you know, that's my that's my unicorn to chase. Um I'm going to go with Bach, Bach, Buh, Bach, 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 three and a half bucks. Um, and I can't wait to go back um, and play some shooty hoops or pop a shot, however you say it um, colloquially. Um, and that's our box scores. Fellas, we did it. Great job. Wow. <laughs> Big from momentum. Cooking with gas. Do y'all want to do a quick segment, a new segment, or do you want to call if it? If it's not Chicken Liar, I'm in. It's not Chicken Liar. It's <laughs> not Chicken Liar. Um, I, I, was, I figured, you know, we're talking about um, food that goes well with basketball games, and so I started looking for, like, regional um, basketball stadium foods, and I was going to have you guess where they're from. Um, cool. There is no such list that I could find for basketball <laughs> arenas, but I do have one for football stadiums, um, and so we're going to try that out. Did you uh, know so that this is called... Uh, Steph Curry has a list of um, 
the rankings of the popcorn at every stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really cool. He loves popcorn. There's a great article about it. I'll, I'll share it in the chat. And Steve Popcorn oh, man, has the best play, they, stadium very to get curry. That. We'll, we'll <laughs> add it to the description of this uh, episode, too. Good, so. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear you. That's what you say? <laughs> I said Steve Popcorn has the best places to get curry. <laughs> <laughs> and popcorn goes up to the three, nails it. <laughs> Another also, three wait, from Steve Popcorn. Did you say? Did you say Steve or Steve? Steve. Steve. Stop. My name is Steve Popcorn. Uh, I love curry. I'm, yeah, and I have never played basketball in my life. <laughs> No, I'm in uh, napkin sales. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you the name of the food and the description of it. I'm going to bleep out any uh, words that would tell you where it is from, and you have to determine what city it is from. Okay. okay. Um, these are all from football stadiums. So, okay. Starting with. The Battle Red Tacos. Leave it to this city to get flaming Hot Cheetos and Crusted Chicken Fingers jammed into a taco trio and smothered in plenty of sriracha mayo. As if the way of the this region are playing isn't... Wait. As if the way of this team are playing isn't enough to get give you heartburn. Ooh. Uh, wait, which team is the Reds? Uh, that's not football. Right? Cincinnati, though, I think. Oh, wait. Is that that is football? Team? That is football. That is that's football. football? Oh, God. That's going to be the tough one about this game is, I don't know all the football. <laughs> I, I think wait, my, really? my guess is on that one. Yeah, Wasn't it Cincinnati is the... the Bengals? No. Cleveland? No. Cleveland Browns? Do they re- are the two Ohio football teams really the Browns and the Reds? <laughs> you got red in your brown, you have a problem. Oh no, the the Reds are baseball. Yeah, the Reds yeah. are oh, baseball. Okay, sorry, that makes so much more sense. It's okay, we're all bad at this. I'm I'm a bad sports fan. <laughs> um, you have you have forty five seconds. Texas. It wouldn't Texas be Red. The, uh, I'm gonna guess the. What's like a spicy city? You have 15 seconds. New York. I'm just baby. gonna. To- I'm gonna throw out a hail mary and say the Hawks, or not Atlanta, the Hawks. Sorry, the Texas. Falcons. Hawks are basketball. Okay. Wait, but Falcons are still Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <weird>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll roll with that. Yeah, I, w- I would say, I, te- I know there's a lot of teams in Texas, but I still stand by my general Texas. Okay, uh, the answer is the Houston Texans. Oh, Great job, nice. Audrey. Wow. Well done. Yeah. Uh, that actually also sounds like something I might eat. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. The I'll here afterwards. I'll share the link in the chat, and y'all can see what it looks like. It looks pretty good. Um, okay. Next up, we've got. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, these are pork belly tacos. This team brought braised pork belly with daikon and Asian style carrot slaw, grilled scallions, and sriracha pepper sauce this year. I guess they didn't expect this team to play so well and wanted to make sure people still had a reason to come to this stadium. Huh. My first guess was going to be the Seahawks, but I think people do expect them to be good. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, though, because I haven't followed football in a long time. The Bears? Uh, yeah. Chicago? Yeah. That's not a very Chicago. No, is Chicago only California? Oh, who does California have? the The Chargers moved, right? And the Raiders moved. The the Rams. Oh yeah, that's the L.A. Rams now, right? Used to be. Yeah, don't they have a new team? Is it the Rams? That's the new team. Chargers. But the Chargers left, right? (laughs) Where did they go? Vegas. So Vegas got the Raiders and the Chargers? I think it went from... <laughs> mm, I don't know. That sounds just sounds like a California. I think Rams sounds today. like a great guess. No, the Let's Chargers are in LA. Oh, okay. So they moved from San Diego to LA. They just moved up the up the five a bit, yeah. All right. Where are the Rams? Uh, okay. Uh, locking no, where, the no Rams. where are the Rams? No. Oh, I thought the Rams are in LA, too. <laughs> Uh, L.A. Rams. All right, Rams. Rams, locking in for the Rams. It is the Chicago Bears. Oh, my God. The Chicago Bears. Wow, yeah. wow. nailed it. Sports guy. Uh, <laughs> great job, sports guy. Um, I'm going to give you one more, okay? I'm trying to find a good one here. Um, do you want an easy one or a, hard, or a hard one? Give us the hard one. Okay. Nice. Feeling good. Feeling confident. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called, <laughs> it's a very cool name, Kingdom Inferno Chicken Sandwich. When it starts to get cold at this stadium, you can warm up your insides and colon with breaded chicken <laughs> tenders, Carolina Reaper pepper mayo, pepper jack cheese, sliced jalapenos, and buffalo sauce on a brioche bun. Okay. I would say not the Minnesota Vikings because they play indoors. Mm. Right? Really? Y- y- yes? Yes. Uh, should we go? I mean, I, I, well. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's not the Patriots. When uh, Tim first started his explanation. And I heard it was a really spicy sandwich. I thought of the Superdome, but because it's a Carolina sauce, I don't know. That's not really how I, we roll in NOLA. So. I feel like it could be um, it could be the Eagles because maybe they were like, yeah. we know our fans love eating shit, so make sure to talk about <laughs> your colon. <laughs> You think that they wrote this? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Eagles fans, 
we know you're always thinking about your colon. <laughs> yeah. We're going to burn that sucker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, local shit eaters? <laughs> uh, it sounds a bit like a monstrosity. I'm going to say the Eagles. I'm going to say the Eagles. I'm going to say Panthers. Is that Carolina Panthers, right? Is that football? It is, yeah. All right. Uh, Benson? Oh, I'm back. Just switched headphones. My AirPods died. What were we saying? Uh, Locking in your answer. Uh, I'm going (laughs) to either say it's the Eagles or another Pennsylvania team, the Steelers. Oh, shout out to the Steelers. Um, but because okay. it's because it's a chicken sandwich, I'm gonna say go birds. Go birds. <laughs> squawk squawk. Uh, cluck cluck. In fact, it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Ah. Oh, yeah. Told you it was a hard one. Uh, <laughs> also, a shitty name. For Kansas City. Yeah. Um. That's all we got, Audrey. Thank you so much for being here. This was an absolute joy. This was one of my favorite episodes yet, hands down, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would love to have you back on. Is there anything that you want to plug or shout out right now? Uh, I just want to shout out the Spirit of 77. I feel a little bit bad about the ranking that I gave them strictly on their wings. <laughs> but I am looking forward to hanging out with buds and drinking beer and watching sports indoors hugging, breathing on each other um, at our soonest opportunity. Oh, yeah. Love it. Can't wait to breathe on all y'all. Uh, Al, Benson, anything else you want to say? Um, I, As of today, I just put out um, a cover of a song by this band called Choir Boy. It's on Bandcamp. Just something I put together in between doing a cover for the Great, Distance, Great Friends from a Distance compilation and That's then right. my own music. Um, yeah. It was fun. The link will be in the description. Link in bio. I haven't heard it yet. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> link in bio. I, I, Great uh, distance from friends has a very different vibe to it. It's my friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been lovely. Y'all rock. Um, happy holidays to all you winter warmers. And remember, keep on clucking. That's all Bye. <laughs>